Hello, my name is Mikhail, and I welcome you into this time and space dedicated to practicing the way of Jesus. This week in the way of Jesus, we are practicing an inventory of our habits. During the summer months of Ordinary Time, our congregation is journeying through a sermon series on the Ten Commandments and the story of liberation that surrounds them. This past Sunday in worship, we heard about the second commandment found in Exodus 20, verse 4, which says, You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or any image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. Now, as we are studying the Ten Commandments, we are putting them into practice with the way that Jesus taught them in the Sermon on the Mount, which is recorded in Matthew 5 through 7. And while Jesus didn't go line by line through the Ten Commandments in this his most famous sermon. He does touch on each of them as he teaches us about the way to live with God in God's kingdom. Or, said another way, this sermon teaches us the way of Jesus. Throughout this sermon, he's telling us what it means to have only this God as our God, to follow this way alone. For those of us who are already listening to Jesus, who want to follow this way, the trouble for us isn't necessarily about making the decision not to have idols. I doubt many of us listening have an idol sitting on our shelf. And yet, we very well may have idols that go unseen and undetected sitting in places of prominence in our hearts. And what can make it all the more tricky is that often these idols aren't bad things. Like the examples named in Exodus 20, things in the heavens, earth, or the sea, they aren't evil. They're part of God's good creation. But the problem exists when we put something God created in God's place. And this disconnect. This gap between what we say we believe and what we actually do almost always operates without us even realizing it until we take the time to go looking for it. So in his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus uses several analogies to help us identify how and where these idols show up. He talks about not being able to serve both God and money. He talks about noticing the difference between good fruit and bad fruit. And then 
Finally, he gives this example from construction in Matthew 7, verses 24 through 27. He says, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against the house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. invites us to look for the outward signs of our inward motives and priorities. With careful, prayerful examination, we can notice what we prioritize, what we are building our lives upon, and where idols may be lurking. So our practice this week is to go looking for these idols by taking an inventory of our habits our day-to-day practices, how we spend our time, our energy, and our money, show us what fruit is growing or where our foundations are being built. So to do this, set aside half an hour or an hour one day this week, and then take a piece of paper and write down three different categories, time, energy, and money. Think back through the last week, day by day, or maybe you want to think back through the month, one week at a time, and list the top ways that you've spent your time first. Think about what fills your days, what keeps you up at night or makes you go to bed early. How do you spend your mornings, your afternoons, your evenings, your weekends? Especially consider your free time. How do you fill it? And then do the same with your money. Where does it go? What are you buying? What are you giving away? What are you saving for? Finally, consider your energy. What are you invested in emotionally? Where is your imagination these days? What do you spend your excitement? on. After you've made these lists, try to look back over it as an objective observer. Do you notice any themes? What do these lists communicate about what you value? Perhaps family or comfort or entertainment or fun? Then ask the Holy Spirit to help you identify anything that is actually ruling your life as an idol. 
try to pay attention to any places that fear up. That's usually an indicator of something other than God sitting in the place of priority. Ask for the wisdom to see any places in which you are building your house on a foundation that is other than the way of Jesus. Pastor Chris said in his sermon last week on the first commandment, we may think of God being kind of insecure and petty when God talks about being jealous and not being able to tolerate our split affections. But this changes when we realize that our idols actually have the power to enslave us. And the true God is one of liberation. God is the let my people go God and wants us all to be free from oppression of any kind. So if your inventory of habits has revealed idols in your life, you needn't be embarrassed or ashamed or try to hide them. Instead, bring them out into the open knowing that you are invited into freedom by a God who delights in breaking chains of all kinds. So what does freedom, true freedom, look like for you? During the summer months, We are offering a total of four practice podcasts like this. So you can be on the lookout for our next podcast in July about Sabbath. But as always, you can find a written invitation into weekly practice in our weekly 8th Street Church email or on our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram. If you have any questions about this or any other practice or share your own experiences, I would love to hear from you you can email me at the address listed below in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. I pray that you will know the fullness of joy and freedom this week and beyond as you live this way of Jesus. Jesus.